Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. He did it again. He did it again. How many times do I have to tell you, having done this in my prior line of work for many years at the president, right? If you're the POTUS, president of the United States, and you're on stage and you're giving a speech, uh, welcome, great people of France. I would like to make an announcement about our joint cooperation agreement on the production of electric vehicles. You understand, like, at the end of this speech, he's given, he's told what to do. He has a little walkthrough thing. Number one, make speech. Number two, exit stage left. Number three, shake hands stage left to stage right. Number four, walk off stage in the big area with the curtains, with the two arrows that open up, point to the open so you don't screw it up. How the hell is this guy constantly getting lost? Ladies and gentlemen, this guy's, Joe, the dude's brain is like scrambled eggs, man. I mean, I cannot believe the Democrats, even if you're the most hardcore kooky liberal, how have you not swapped this guy out yet? I'm, that's not even a good idea for me. I'd rather run against this lunatic. I'm just saying, how do you look at this? How do you look at this and pretend it's not happening? You quietly know this guy's brain is scrambled, right? I'll show you what I mean coming up. I got that. Absolutely yes to the impeachment of Mayorkas. Ladies and gentlemen, there's a cold civil war going on right now. Cutesy time's over. You want cutesy time? This isn't the show. I don't want to waste your time. This is the non-cutesy time show. I got that. And also Norm Eisen, man. This guy keeps a... It's the craziest thing, this Norm Eisen. Who is this guy? He's like this crazy anti-Trump lawyer, and he just keeps outing their strategy. And then when you notice their strategy, they all claim that's not their strategy. <laughs> it's not happening, but it's great that it is, right? Michael Anton said it. Hey, a few decades ago, private citizens used to be largely that private. So what changed? The internet. Think about everything you browse, search for, watched, or tweeted. Now imagine all that data being collected by third parties into a permanent public record. To keep my data private when I go online, I turn to ExpressVPN. You should too. Use it all the time. Do you know there are hundreds of data brokers out there? Their only business is buying and selling your data. They use your IP to uniquely identify you and your location. But with ExpressVPN, my connection gets rerouted through an encrypted server, and my IP address is masked. It's that simple. With ExpressVPN, I'm given a random IP address. It makes it really difficult for third parties to identify me and harvest my data. ExpressVPN is super easy to use. No matter what device you're on, all you have to do is tap a button. You're protected. So if, like me, you believe your data, yeah, it's your business, secure yourself with the number one rated VPN in the market. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino and get three extra months for free. That's expressvpn, E-X-P-R-E-S-S, expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Go today. All right, Joseph, it's Tuesday. Let's go. It is showtime, Dano. It would be showtime for Biden, too, if he could keep his head on straight and unscramble the eggs in his brain. The guy is losing it, folks. I spent a lot of time on this, but I, I want to open up the show with it today, which I typically don't do because this really isn't funny. Like people laugh at it because Biden pretends to be this super competent guy. But I need you to remember something. What are the most damaging political narratives in the world? This is a cheat sheet question for the P1s out there. Chatsters, you know, Chatsters know the most damaging political narratives in the world are ones that bust up your previous idea of who a candidate was. If, if, if you're, 
idea that Obi- that that Biden, if when he ran, you thought the guy was crazy and was losing his attachment to reality, this isn't going to hurt because it doesn't change anything. But that's not how Biden ran. Biden ran against Trump on this. I'm the, you know, the senior guy. I was in the Senate. Competency and normalcy is going to be back. That's why these dementia, you know, frontal lobe dementia, cognitive deficit narratives are so damaging. I want you to look at this guy. Throw that up on the screen. He's at a church. Okay, he's exiting the stage now. He's pointing because, again, he doesn't know where to go. He has no idea. I want you to keep in mind, he's been told multiple times now. He has no idea what to, to do, even though the Secret Service guys and everyone else are right there. Now he looks clearly confused again. He's always pointing. Now he doesn't know what to do because why? Why doesn't he know what to do? He was told what to do. He forgets. And that's why he's always pointing. He's not pointing to say, I'm going here. He's pointing, waiting for someone to wave him off because he doesn't know what to do. Folks, I need you to understand, again, having done this thousands of times, these guys are given, and ladies too, we have female protectees, are given very specific instructions. The problem with Biden is he goes up on stage and because he can't remember anything ever, he is constantly lost. This happens at almost every single event this guy is at. And I'm telling you right now, the difference between, as you well know, ladies and gentlemen, I, I, there are 80 year olds out there I work out with in the gym who look like they're 25. Okay. There are also 80 year olds out there, whether it's genetics, I don't know what it is, who are just not cognitively where they were. It's not a knock. It's just reality. Okay. My grandmother died. She was what, 98 years old. She was mentally all there. She was still there. My, you know, I have had other family members. They had issues in their sixties and onward. Okay. Biden's not there. The difference between 80 and 87 and 88 is not the difference between 20 and 27. You're talking about two completely different measures of time at that point. This guy is in a world of trouble. And the Democrats, I'm telling you right now, you are setting yourselves up for a disaster. I have no doubt they're looking for a replacement right now. Problem is Biden is such an arrogant, sociopathic, pathological liar. There is zero chance. He steps aside voluntarily. None. Let's get to the important stuff. Absolutely, yes. What has two thumbs and thinks the impeachment of Mayorkas is a great idea? This freaking guy right here. Yes to impeachment. Again, cutesy time, people. This is not the show. Chatsters, please. You got to correct people in the chat who thinks it's, it's cutesy time. They're welcome to their opinion. Rumble's a free speech site. Knock yourselves out in the chat. But this isn't the cutesy time show. For everyone out there saying, oh, impeachment, I'm not sure that's right. Has he really broken the law? Has he broken the law? Alejandro Mayorkas, the DHS secretary? Are you freaking serious? Are you on, are you you like snorting Adderall? Are you crazy? Is he, is he, the guy is facilitating an invasion of the United States in direct violation of constitutional requirements to prevent a state from being invaded. And you're asking me if he's breaking the law? This isn't bad policy. This is the end of the United States. But here's the hard reality about impeachment. Because I ain't a hypocrite. Unlike liberal a-holes who listen to the show and change their mind, lick their finger and see where the winds are going. That ain't me. I'm consistent. When they were talking about impeaching Obama, when they were talking about and impeach Trump, when they were talking about in the impeachment of uh, Biden, I've said the exact same thing. Impeachment, ladies and gentlemen, is not a criminal process. 
It isn't. It is a political process. Once you've impeached a president, then the criminal process can kick in. Cabinet official, the same, uh, the same uh, presidential powers obviously do not apply different jobs, different functions. It is a political process. Everybody out there talking about, well, can we prove a direct crime uh, with, with Alejandro Mayorkas? That's the point of the political impeachment process. If you believe, based on a certain standard of evidence, which we know we have, that you can later on in the impeachment proceeding prove some high crime or misdemeanor happened, you'll get the votes. If you can't, they won't. This is why I have a problem with the legal analysts out there discussing this in terms of a, it, it, I'm, am I explaining this right? Here, let me make this really simple. If I think Tony robbed the bank, right, and I have probable cause, I can arrest Tony. It doesn't mean I'm going to win at the trial. It may turn out later that some other guy named Tony who looked like Tony, who stole Tony's fingerprints, robbed the bank, and Tony was framed. There is more than enough evidence to begin this impeachment proceeding right now. And anyone telling you otherwise is totally full of shit. Mayorkas is aiding and abetting an invasion. And there's a reason, by the way, that Biden has not moved in Eagle Pass. I told you, if they were going to do anything, they were probably going to do it on Sunday during the NFL playoff games. They haven't. Biden does not want the public to see what's going on in Eagle Pass. It's ties to Mayorkas and the impeachment. Stand by. First made the point about impeachment. It is not a criminal process. It's a political one based on an evidence standard we have. Time to get there. Get to the damn impeachment. What does it have to do with Biden doing shit in Eagle Pass? He's not doing anything. He's watching Greg Abbott steamroll him as they put up more barbed wire and concertina wire. Folks, Biden's biggest fear right now during this election season is you noticing what's going on down there. He is trying desperately to hide the invasion going on. Do you remember when, uh, Joe, you remember the story? It was like uh, two years ago, maybe it was a while ago. I don't know if you remember or not, but Fox had a drone down there and the administration was losing their shit over it. Remember that? They were like, they got to get that drone out of there. And then they had no authority whatsoever to tell them to land the drone. It's not because they had problems with the invasion. It's they had problems with you noticing the invasion. What does this have to do with the impeachment? Folks, we're in the middle of a cold civil war right now, and Biden doesn't want you to know. An impeachment process that is political. It is not a criminal process, please. Is what's necessary right now to expose the criminality at the border. And it's what Biden fears most. An impeachment proceeding of Mayorkas, win or lose, win or lose the impeachment. Doesn't matter. All that matters is that you'll see it play out in front of every single camera in the world. Folks, they can't tell the truth about what's going on. I've got a couple pieces of video. They're really important. It shows you the level of depravity in this administration. They are simply incapable of telling you one true thing about the freaking invasion at our border right now. Can you cue this one up? There is a cold civil war going on right now, and the Biden team is still lying about it. I want you to watch this exchange in the White House where they just make up that Biden somehow needs some new powers from the Senate bill and from the, a bill passed in the Congress to enforce the border, which is weird because he didn't claim he needed any new powers. 
to stop enforcing Trump era policies at the border. But now he needs new ones. They are totally full of shit. Listen to this. And I'll show you how crazy they are in a second. Check this out. Are there not steps that he could use under executive authority to some measures uh, to kind of seal some of the border efforts? He, he has said he's he's willing to use executive measures. And um, and, and, you know, if he gets if he gets the, the bill passed, if he gets border funding um, and, and it and includes those authorities, he'll use those authorities. Why, not, why wait? Why wait till Congress? Why not? We need we need we need legislative support for border security measures and uh, we need the funding to be able to put in place border security measures that the president can utilize. Folks, this guy is totally full of shit. I'm sorry. I have zero respect for this guy. I hear people like them in the military. Why this guy has forfeited his reputation to lie. He has no to lie for the Biden administration. It is beyond explanation. He is lying. The great Bill Malugin points this out in his Twitter feed. Kirby says Biden needs new authority in a bill. It's just not true. The same authority Biden used to reverse almost every Trump era policy at the border, including terminating the national emergency declaration at the border upon taking office, can be used to make significant changes. Malugin even attached the executive order, the proclamation of the White House. Proclamation of the termination of emergency with respect to the southern border of the U.S. and the redirection of funds diverted to border wall construction. That was Joe Biden's White House. He's totally full of shit. Their biggest problem right now is an election. They don't want you to notice what's going on. Listen to me. That's going to be a common theme of today's show. These liberals live in this. I'm going to call it the libs of TikTok phenomenon. They live in this bubble where they have a little bit of a conundrum. It's going to come up again later. So keep this in your head. The libs of TikTok phenomenon is, uh, phenomenon is this. The liberals need to advertise their insanity to their liberal base to gin up their energy, to get them elected, to get the money and to get them volunteers. Oh, look, we've got an open border. Look, we're sexualizing kids. Look, we're cutting kids nuts off. The problem they have, and that gins up their base. Yes, cutting nuts off. Yes, open border. Yes, sexualizing kids. And they love it. But when libs of TikTok, which is a conservative account on Twitter, when libs of TikTok goes and grabs the videos of them ginning up their own base and bragging about cutting nuts off on an open border, right? The liberals go crazy because they know everyone else on planet Earth thinks they're nuts. <laughs> Joe, Joe, I know you're laughing, but Gabe, you, you and I have been fascinated by libs of TikTok <laughs> phenomena for a long time, right? Do you understand how this puts them in a totally untenable position? <laughs> See, conservatives don't have this problem. Nothing we say is crazy. I'm not saying you, you like it or agree with it. Let's be clear. I like tax cuts, Joe. Liberals don't. But it's not crazy. It's not like, holy shit, that's the craziest thing. I put that guy in jail. I like school choice. You may like public education, exclusivity, monopoly better. But it's not crazy. Liberals are knucking futs. They're crazy. Let's cut some balls off some kids. Let's open up. They don't have... We have, they have a totally different problem than we do. And they know it. <laughs> they know it's crazy. That's why, do you understand where I'm going? It's going to come up again. Hold it in your head. That's why the impeachment of Mayorkas is such a genius move. It doesn't matter if they win. All that matters is the world sees how crazy they are. It doesn't matter. The liberals don't have... They have a unique problem conservatives don't. There is no position out there that's crazy on the conservative side. 
We like not killing babies in the womb. You may not agree, but it's not crazy. Your position, you know what? I think we should whack kids. Really? Like even after birth? Ah, we should give it like a seven-day window. If we don't like the kid, that's knocking futz. That's crazy. That's cool. But it gins up the left. They're like, yeah, we should definitely whack kids. Maybe a month after birth. You know, you may change your mind. You're crazy. You guys are crazy. We don't have that problem. That's why impeachment. That's why it's such a beautiful idea. The whole world gets to see it now. Everyone. That's why uh, Biden isn't doing jack shit in Eagle Pass. The cameras are there. Those cameras disappeared. He'd have people in there tomorrow making arrests. Why do I get the idea this message today is not just directed to your direct audience? <laughs> you know, I think it's because you've known you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> I think you know exactly what I'm talking about. I, damn I know well what you're too. and you know, I know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Watch this. Here's Jackie Heinrich catching him in a lie again. They don't know what to do. Asking him. So, Kirby, you're suggesting again that uh, the POTUS is withholding executive action on the border, waiting for this bill. Sorry, watch this White House exchange, exchange, and you'll see what I'm talking about. How these people are all full of shit because they got to advertise to the left while hiding it from the right. And it's not possible anymore because information's been democratized, Joe. This isn't Walter Cronkite and Tom Broca anymore. They don't control the narrative. Watch this. You'll see what I mean. I just want to clarify two of your previous answers in this briefing. Are you suggesting in response to the border question that the president is withholding executive action on the border until he gets the money that is part of this supplemental? No, I'm not suggesting that. I'm suggesting that the way forward, the proper way forward is to get the supplemental passed. You see the bind they have themselves in? We can't do anything until the Senate and the House pass this bill. Well, actually, you can because you've taken a number of executive actions. So are you suggesting that the president's withholding executive action in lieu of a Senate bill? That Oh, no, we're not saying that either. Bro, what story? Did you guys catch what I just said, Joe? Did you catch it? Both of those stories can't be true. Right. We need the Senate and the House to pass a bill. Actually, the president has enacted a number of executive orders he could reverse right now. So are you suggesting that you can't do that? You need the Senate bill to reverse an executive order? It doesn't make sense. No, it's not what we're saying either. What the are you saying, bro? What are you saying? The answer is he doesn't know either because he's totally full of shit. Look at his story in the Daily Caller. Terrorists caught illegally crossing the border was allowed to roam free for nearly a year, Memo says. That sounds to me. Like kind of a problem, Kirby was a military guy. He was a military man, supposed to have some honor and some dignity. Folks, the enemy is already here. I need you to listen to me, okay? The enemy is already here. It is only a matter of time before they make themselves known. And I want to be 100% clear and straight with you. That is absolutely the fault of Joe Biden, Kirby, Corrine Jean-Pierre, Lloyd Austin, Alejandro Mayorkas, Buttigieg, and everyone else working in this Biden cabal to make sure the invasion proceeds. Folks, make no mistake, this cold civil war is here. And Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick 
and Governor Abbott and uh, Paxton, the AG of Texas, they're not backing down. And the Biden team has no idea what to do. I want to show you this video coming up in a second. Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick. They're not backing down. How do I know? Because they freaking said it. Quick break. You having trouble sleeping? By the way, I slept like a baby last night. Let me tell you something. Is poor sleep negatively impacting your life? You don't get a lot of sleep? Forget it. The rest of it, I'm, I'm sorry. I rank sleep over everything, even exercise. It's that important. You tried some other sleep supplements, all the other stuff, no success. Embrace the importance of a restful slumber. Introduce yourself to what I use. An amazing product that could revolutionize your nighttime routine. Get you to bed. Get you to sleep. Keep you to sleep. It's Beam's Dream Powder. It's a hot cocoa for sleep. Transform your nights. You know me. You know Dream's been a game changer. I talk about it all the time. Today, my listeners get a special discount on Beam's Dream Powder. It's a science-backed hot cocoa for sleep with no added sugar. Better sleep. Never tasted better. A lot of those other sleep aids, you wake up groggy the next day, it's no good. Okay? We don't want, what's a good night's sleep? You wake up the next day, you feel terrible. But Dream contains a powerful all-natural blend. And I, really, I encourage you guys to look this stuff up. Reishi, magnesium, L-theanine, apigenin, and melatonin help you fall asleep, stay asleep, and wake up refreshed. Just mix Beam Dream in hot water or milk. That's how I drink it and enjoy before bedtime. You want to try Beam's best-selling dream powder? Do it today. Get up to 40% off for a limited time. Here's the website, shopbeam.com slash Bongino and use code Bongino, my last name at checkout. That's shop, S-H-O-P, shop, B-E-A-M, shopbeam.com slash Bongino. Use code Bongino for up to 40% off. Get it there as soon as you can. Get a good night's sleep. It's fantastic. I used it last night. That's why I'm so energetic today. Make no mistake, the Cold Civil War is right here. And I titled this thing, An Additional Step Down That Road. Because Biden can make this all go away with the executive action he says he can't take, but he doesn't want to do it because his lefty fringe base needs to advertise to everyone else in the lefty fringe base. We're all about an invasion, demographic destiny. I want you to listen to Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick giving the big double barrel middle finger a ruski to the Biden administration, an interview on Fox saying, we ain't moving. He's pulling the uh, Jordan Belfort Wolf of Wall Street. I ain't leaving. He ain't leaving. Sooner or later, like I said, immovable object, unstoppable force. I've been warning about it. Something's got to give. And it doesn't sound like it's going to be Texas. Check this out. What is your intention in terms of securing your border now, given this directive? We are putting up wire, Martha, everywhere we can. We will continue. We will not stop. If they cut it, we will replace it. Uh, I was down there uh, Friday with our troops to thank them, support them, and also to stand with them in the event the Biden administration did send Border Patrol there. Wisely, they did not. We're thankful they did not. We don't want a confrontation, but we want this border secure. And in this area of Shelby Park, Martha, uh, a few months ago, 3,000 people a day were crossing. Now it's virtually zero crossing in that area. So we've proven we can do that. Again, ladies and gentlemen, he ain't backing down. Biden lied about the border. Biden caused the border crisis. Biden tried to cover up the border crisis. And what does Joe Biden scrambled eggs for a cerebral cortex fear the most right now in election season? What he fears the most is publicity. What he fears the most are cameras. What he fears the most are eyeballs, man. What he fears the most is observation. Folks, I'm in love with this whole quantum physics, double split experiment thing stuff. I love it. What is observation? Who the hell knows? 
we can't even get a firm definition of what the hell observation means. I'm just telling you for the purpose of politics, observation for this show means putting some damn TV cameras down there at the border and showing the entire world what's going on. And if Biden goes down there and cuts that wire and starts moving Texas officials, either forcefully or arrests them with, and moves them out of the way in favor of illegal immigrants coming into the country, you're going to see a political explosion like you've never seen. Folks, like you've never seen. I'm telling you, this is a game-changing moment for the Democrats. Now, in case you think, understandably so, and don't give the Democrats any political advice. Listen to me, please, folks. The Democrats, you really think they give a shit? They don't care. They are committed to this no matter what. They are doubling down. If Biden wanted to fix the problem, he would fix the problem. It's funny. Last night I was watching Moneyball for probably the thousandth time. I love that movie. But if he's a good hitter, why doesn't he hit good? You hear that in the first like 10 minutes of the movie. If Biden wanted to fix the problem at the border, why isn't he fixing the problem at the border? Because he doesn't want to. That's why. Let me give you the cheat sheet. He doesn't want to. There is a fringe base of his party that lives in a bubble. In this bubble, the invasion is a good thing. It is a source and stream of new power for them through what they call demographic destiny. Oh my gosh, that sounds like replacement. Okay, if you believe that, stay tuned. I'm going to do it again. They live in this bubble. And it is perfectly summed up by the libs of TikTok phenomenon. I described it before. I told you I was going to get back to it. Libs of TikTok, Haya, she has this account. All she does is take crazy liberals who post crazy shit on TikTok. Cut your kids' balls off. The open border is great. We don't need cops. They they love this stuff. And they think in their little, in the bubble they live in, they live in the bubble. You got to understand, it's all about back rubs and patting them on the back. Oh my gosh, defund the police. You're so smart. It's all like, it's it, 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 it it's this, I, I almost, I want to call it pop liberalism. Can we just like kind of invent that term here? It's pop liberalism. It spreads because your favorite people who you consider to be kind of cultural icons in your life, singers, entertainers, athletes, academics, pop academics, you know, MSNBC hosts, whatever they are, they say something and you believe it because they're influential. It's pop liberalism. It's like when someone tells you a piece of abstract art is beautiful and you respect them. Like, oh my gosh, it's so beautiful. If I were to tell you Donald Trump said that was beautiful, you'd be like, what's that piece of shit painting? Looks like someone took a crap on a canvas. That's what you'd say. It's the same thing. Your eyes were stimulated the same way. The libs of TikTok phenomenon, they are celebrated in their bubble. If you don't understand the libs of TikTok phenomenon, you're never going to understand liberal. They only get angry when we notice. But again, it puts them in this freaking dilemma. It's a dilemma in the classic sense of the word. We have to keep our side energized with our craziness without letting the non-crazies know we're crazy. We don't have that problem. We don't have that problem. That's why when people get down on conservatism and they say, gosh, how do you guys keep winning? Winning, damn. No, no, I mean winning at all. I don't mean like winning like we've taken over the culture. I mean, you think about it. You ready? I'm going to get a little deep here. But please, it's super important. We don't have academia. We don't have the entertainment community. We don't have sports. We don't have TV news. Every single mainstream TV news channel, CBS, NBC, ABC, 
We have, what, two, two, three, OAN, Newsmax, and Fox, which is a fraction of the audience of the big three. How is it that we have nothing? Listen to me, nothing. Music, movies, nothing. And yet we still manage to win. Presidential elections, congressional elections, how is that? The answer is because of what I just told you. There is a fundamental asymmetry. Liberals are crazy. They try to hide their crazy, but they can't from the non-crazies because they need to gin up attention. We don't have that problem. We can say things that are, 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 are fundamental bedrocks of what we stand for. You know, economic prosperity, tax cuts, limited government spending, school choice, life in the womb, patient-controlled health care. And when non-crazies hear it, they may not agree, but it doesn't sound crazy. That is why we are still alive as a party. I want you to understand, they only live inside their bubble. They openly brag about it inside their bubble. And they have yet to adjust to this new democratized information environment where Elon's Twitter, Rumble, and True Social, Fox, OAN, Newsmax exist. They have yet to adjust to that. Joe, you know it as well as I do. They are still living in the era you and I grew up, where Cronkite, the New York Times, and the Washington Post controlled every national story. Liberals spoke to themselves. There was no conservative feedback loop at all. They have not adjusted. But we have. I'm going to show you Exhibit A here in a second. Who is Norm Eisen? Ladies and gentlemen, Norm Eisen, I would put up there with Mark Elias as two of the most damaging figures in America right now. You tell me some liberal fabricated hoax or crisis or attack on Trump or what. These two guys and their cronies or institutions attached to them have some fingerprint on it somewhere. And I'm going to show you how they openly advertise what they're doing. And then when you notice, they're like, oh, my gosh, what do we do? They noticed because they're too stupid to realize information has been democratized. Stay tuned. I haven't even scratched the surface of the show yet. Stay tuned. Folks, let me tell you my friends at American Financing. They saved their customers an average of $854 a month last year by tapping into their home's equity to pay off high interest debt. And with mortgage rates dropping into the fives, now's a great time to call American Financing. It's a great company. We love them. All it takes is a 10-minute call to 888-994-7660. They never charge any upfront fees, and that's why they have over 7,200 Google reviews and a 4.7 star rating. They've helped thousands of customers save real money and put themselves in a better financial position. It's a great company. It would be a long time. Call today. See what they can do for you. 888-994-7660. That's 888-994-7660. The website, it's a .net, by the way. Americanfinancing.net. Americanfinancing.net. NMLS 182334. NMLS APR rates in the five starts at 6.406 for well-qualified borrowers. Call 888-994-7660 for details about credit costs and terms. Thanks, American Financing. And Gen90 from GenuCell. Folks, you have three minutes in the morning or 30 minutes. Keep your face wrinkle-free. Introducing Gen90, the new instant wrinkle treatment from GenuCell. The perfect Valentine's Day gift for yourself or your Valentine. Gen90 can help instantly reduce the appearance of wrinkles around the eyes, the forehead, the crow's feet, the laugh lines, even the chin. And it can start working in seconds. At least one thing you don't have to worry about, your skin and your confidence. Gen 90 technology is luxurious, nourishing, and silk smooth. 
And best of all, it can start working in seconds. I know Paula loves it, talks about it all the time. There's a reason why GenuCell Skincare has 400% of the customer loyalty of other skincare brands. Gen 90 is on special Valentine's Day sale now at GenuCell.com slash Dan. Of course, it's included in the bestseller package. Before you go overseas to get harsh procedures for thousands of dollars, try Gen 90 first. Make your fine lines and wrinkles disappear wherever they are before you leave the room. And for Valentine's Day, order Gen 90 with every most popular package for over 70% off. You also get free shipping and a Valentine's spa box with every order. GenuCell.com slash Dan, G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com slash Dan. Free shipping on all orders. GenuCell.com slash Dan. Thanks, GenuCell. Here's what I mean. Lib's a TikTok phenomenon. Absolutely perfectly summed up and kind of aggregated into this one clip right here. Here's all of it in one. Here is Democrat, you know, super activist Norm Eisen. Well, these guys, again, have their fingerprints on everything going on. All these hoaxes, all these legal attacks on Trump. He's advertising the strategy on CNN to keep the CNN audience all ginned up. Hey, we're going to try to bankrupt Trump while he's simultaneously telling the non-crazy people, hey, we're just trying to bankrupt this guy because we don't like his politics. He has no idea how this sounds to the sane people in America. Take a look. He may be racking up some losses here because of these antics. The price, correct? Uh, the yeah. price of his uh, political success in the primaries yeah. has been legal disadvantage. The first blow came with this E. Jean Carroll verdict, massive verdict, uh, over $80 million. I think we're going to get the second blow with the judge and Gore in the New York civil fraud. And then, of course, the most ominous of them all for Donald Trump, the 2016 election interference case, document falsification, Alvin Bragg coming in March. Innocent until proven guilty. Let's yeah. see how the evidence comes in. But boy, if you're Donald Trump, you have to be feeling very anxious. And then there's the question, does he have the money? If you get another big verdict from Judge and Gore, and he's going to either have to put up the money or put up a bond together with the over $80 million, those numbers start to add up. Ladies and gentlemen, just look this guy's history up. Involved with institutions, involved in every single anti-Trump hoax attack. You see how he gives up the whole strategy to the CNN audience and the libs of TikTok phenomenon to gin him up? Yes, look what we did. We're engaging in financial warfare, trying to bankrupt this guy. Yet what he never produces is a, a moral, ethical, or even sound legal reason why any of this is happening? To the CNN audience, this is great. Bankrupt him, financial warfare. Yes, Judge Engeron, go for it. Take everything Trump has. But what he doesn't understand is to sane people who may not even like Donald Trump but aren't total lunatics, to them that just sounds fundamentally unfair. Folks, I want you to understand the only crime we're guilty of on shows like this and other conservative shows that are doing well in the charts is we're doing well because of the crime of noticing. Noticing what Norm Eisen just said. Wait, so Democrats, your strategy here is to steal the election by trying to bankrupt Donald Trump after he wins primaries, which is in essence what Norm Eisen just hinted at? How dare you conspiracy theorists bring it up? I didn't bring it up. I just played the clip. You see this all the time. Perfect example. I can't show you this stuff enough because they brag about it to gin up their base and pray you never notice. The famous Molly Ball or infamous Time article. 
the secret history of the shadow campaign that saved the election. That's what they admit. They admit it was a well-funded cabal of powerful people. Key, how do I know it was a well-funded cabal of powerful people? Because it says it right there. It was a well, Tony, you can read, correct? You're pretty good. A well-funded cabal of powerful people. They even say who they are. It's right there. And then when I bring up, hey, man, it appears there's a well-funded cabal of powerful people. Some liberal dipshit goes, who's I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, and then when I say, I say like, Hey, you know, it, it appears that these liberal crazies, Transition Integrity Project, sounds like a Norm Eisen kind of thing, and all these people, they're talking about street fights and elections if they lose. They go, that's a conspiracy theory. And then I bring up the Transition Integrity Project right there where they talk about, quote, this way, this may well be a street fight. <laughs> it's, it's No, Dan, they're talking about a legal one. Actually, the next clause says not a legal battle. It's a, it says it right there. It says it. You can you can read that. It's right there. He says no, no, Joe. He brings up a good point. Maybe they're talking about a technocratic solution. Holy shit! It says that too. Not a technocratic solution. That's a good. That's, I'm glad. Um, no, maybe the court. Maybe the courts. Holy shit! It says that too. Not a legal battle, technocratic solution, or courts. I wait, wait, hold on. Maybe they're just talking about a street fight, meaning street like reliance on elites and observing norms. They, 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 they say that it's not what reliance on elites are observing. That's so weird. It's almost like they're talking about an actual street fight. You see how Dan Bongino's crime here is just noticing the well-funded cabal against Trump, the financial warfare Norm Eisen brags about, and the fact that planners were talking about a street fight, literally not a legal battle, like they say. Here's my favorite. I can't play this enough because this all ties back to the beginning of the show. Why is impeachment a good idea? Impeachment is a good idea because you commit the cardinal sin on the left. And if it's a sin on the left, that means it's probably ethical and moral on the right. Because if you're going after immoral people, you're probably doing the right thing. You've committed the cardinal sin in the impeachment here, which is what? Noticing and publicizing what the left is doing. The left loves to call you a crazy conspiracy theorist when you bring up their demographic destiny replacement argument about illegal immigration. Why do they call you crazy? Because you committed the crime of noticing this. Check this video. Coming out into the open. In a few years, we're going to be a majority brown country. White people will not be the majority in the country anymore. This will be the first generation ever in American history uh, in which whites will be a minority of the generation at some point. As of 2007, every year, babies being born in this country, whites now are the minority. In 2044, uh, everyone is going to be a minority. As the demographics change, as white people become the minority in the country, which is coming. Demographics is destiny. Demographics is destiny. Demographics is destiny, right? The country is changing. I've been saying it here. Other people have been saying it here. For Wait, I just saw something in the chat. I'm sorry. This is here, here's a guy. Easy to see them. I just saw this. Dan likes to talk, but shies away from taking action. Here's a real fucking hero right here. Easy to, what, easy to Dave. The fuck have you done, bro? What have you done? What have you done besides talking shit? 
You've given up your job that you love with no health insurance to go run for office. You banked your entire future on a political show with no audience while a guy named Joe volunteers his time to sit in my basement and do a political podcast. You can shut the fuck up, you big pussy. Go fuck yourself. Fuck you. Yeah. What have I done? You. The fuck have you done? There's a queen's coming out of me. Done. Yeah, well, you, you want the, oh, you, oh, you went the M16s out tomorrow. That's, that's a great idea. Do you even vote? Or are you full of shit all the time? You're lucky I saw that in the chat. Fucking dipstick. Fuck this guy. Fuck you. What have I done? I love these, 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 these little assholes in here. They sit here in a chat. They think because they voted 75 years ago, they're like fucking superstars. What if I, I spend my entire life prepping my own show to warn you about the street fights, the well-funded cabals, run for office, donate them out for candidates all the time. I'm out fighting. What, what are you doing? You're sitting here chatting in a chat. Flame this guy in the chat, douchebag. Yeah, let's, let's, let's start the shooting war. It's a great idea, asshole. Good idea. This guy's got to be a troll. I warned you, man. Sometimes it's showing for kids, so I'm sorry. But back to my point about the bubble this asshole probably lives in, too. These They live in a bubble. They, this isolated bubble where when you see the bubble, when you see the bubble, they hate it. Yet in the bubble, this stuff plays well. This libs of TikTok phenomenon is the most important thing out there. You need to understand this. They, they still think they control the space. And they're stunned when you notice. What happened last night at MSNBC is a perfect example. If you know, if you know, you know. Do you know where I'm going with this in the chat? This lady who accused Trump of rape. The, the woman was on MSNBC last night. And I'm just going to say this. In one of the most bizarre, gee, you love the word cringe, absolutely cringe appearances I've ever seen on television. And believe me, I've seen a lot of cringe. Yeah, this is uncomfortable to even watch, even with Rachel Moscow Maddow in there. The lady accuses Trump of rape. Uh, Norm Eisen's like, great, she, she, Trump's going to get $83 million from her. I want you to watch this. And this is a perfect example of the bubble. Perfect example. Where this plays great on MSNBC and the rest of the world is watching like, oh, really? Watch this. You've talked about using some of Trump's money that you're about to get um, to help shore up women's rights. Do you know what that might be, what that might look like? Yes, or, Rachel. Yes. Tell me. I had such such great ideas <laughs> for all the good I'm going to do with this money. First thing, Rachel, you and I are going to go shopping. <laughs> We're going to get completely new wardrobes, new shoes, motorcycle for Crowley, new fishing rod for Robbie. Rachel, what do you want? Penthouse? It's yours, Nothing. Rachel. Penthouse and uh, France? You want France? You want to go fishing nope. in France? No? Oh, all right. All right. Okay. That's a joke. <laughs> a Although joke. If, if me fishing in France could yeah. do something for women's rights, I would take the hint. You know, I would obviously uh, take one for the team. All right, let me, let me, uh, <laughs> as if, as if you need persuasion in that regard. 
What? What the hell was it? Listen, I, if 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 cringe like the new buzz term had a video attached to it, it's that. What is that? This is the libs of TikTok phenomenon. That MSNBC bubble, I promise you, doesn't think that was cringe at all. You know what they're saying to themselves? Chatsters, what are they saying to themselves right now? Like, this is a traumatized woman. She's making a bad joke. No one else on planet Earth sees it that way. But the bubble thinks that's totally legit. Nobody else sees it that way. Nobody. This is it. Here. I wrote this down. Sometimes I get something in my head. You want to see pop liberalism? Here it is perfect. Liberals, they don't want a mirror. They only want an echo. They don't want anyone telling them the abstract art they're looking at on the wall is shit. They don't want them telling. They all look. Here's liberalism summed up. They're in an art gallery and there's a black dot on a 20 by 20 foot canvas. There's is a black. You can put it with your pen. And all the liberals are sitting around going, oh, it's so deep. It's, a, it's, it's an abstraction of the vastness of the beautiful universe. It's a statement on, on the power of the vastness. And how it's so, and then a conservative comes up and goes, it's a fucking black dot. And everybody's like, what the, how dare you say that? How dare, (laughs) they don't, all they want is an echo. They don't want a mirror. All they want is an echo. They don't want anything else. I want you to listen to the great Joe Rogan, Hat Tip Joe Rogan podcast. Here he is talking about exactly this. Rogan's like, listen. I lived in this echo chamber in LA and I was convinced these liberals, they're all right. And then I was like, this ain't right. Like this is, this is nuts. This is the liberal echo. Watch this. Check this out. Austin people are great people. They're really nice. They're nice. They're not shitheads. They're not Hollywood people. They're not lost in this fake world of leftist ideology that everybody's trapped in. They're just people. They're just regular people, man. And those people exist outside of these these blue bubbles where everyone's gone insane. Well, I used to be a part of the blue bubble. I, w- I was 100% a left-leaning person who lived in Los Angeles. I was 100%. I never voted Republican my whole life. I was very left-leaning, especially with, like, any social issues. When it comes to financial things, I'm a little bit more conservative. But at the end of the day... Way more left than I am right. But California went nuts, man. It's gone like full communist. It's out of its fucking mind. Is that not the picture perfect kind of summed up explanation in a minute long cut of exactly what I'm talking about? They live in this bubble that when people like Rogan go outside the bubble and put a mirror up, all of a sudden others are like, my gosh, like, We can't have that out there. No, they don't say that. Yes, they do. Why do you think high over at Libs at TikTok, who runs the account, is, I thought I was public enemy number one. I'm not. She is. Why? Because all she does is put a mirror up. And liberals, when they look at themselves, they're horrified. Folks, listen to me. You got to trust me on this one. I'm not making this up. I'm not just saying this. So, oh, no, Dan, they love what they, they don't. If they love what they were doing, why are they leaving California? Thank you. If they love what they're doing, why is Libs of TikTok public enemy number one? Why? All she does is repost their content. If they're proud of it, why are they mad at her? She should be a hero, correct? 
She's not. Because they're horrified at who they are. But you are not. Here, you want to see another example of this bubble? I want you to listen to this actress, Anne Hathaway, who's one of the kookiest lunatics in Hollywood. Here she is. She's giving a speech. What is it? Human rights campaign, whatever it is. It's crazy. She's living in this Hollywood bubble where there's this, you know, constantly attacked victim class of LGBTQIABIOPC2+. None of this is actually happening. But in her world, in the bubble, they're like constantly victimized. And it's the evil white male oppressor holding them down. That None of that's happening. They believe it, though. Listen to the round of applause as she promotes a myth while pretending to bust a myth. Check this out. It is important to acknowledge that with the exception of being a cisgender male, everything about how I was born has put me at the current center of a damaging and widely accepted myth. That myth is that gayness orbits around straightness, transgender orbits around cisgender, and that all races orbit around whiteness. I appreciate this community so much because it's where I learned to reject this myth. I appreciate this community. What the, what is she talking about? Does anybody know the world revolves around cisgender white male? It does? The cisgender white males. I, 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 do you even see what's going on right now? Where there are like airlines putting out videos and stuff. And the airline videos are like, hey, look, we're celebrating this. And there's like pride flags. What are you even talking about? Here. Here's another bubble incident they're all pissed off about. This Rhode Island school board. I don't know if they forgot they were being taped or on video, whatevs. This Rhode Island school board is openly talking about, again, whether they knew they were being taped or not, about icing out parents from critical decisions in their child's lives. To them, to the liberal bubble, this is great. Yet the minute people started asking questions from this Rhode Island school board, all of a sudden, Everybody freaked out. Here, watch this. Um, I don't think parents should be notified simply because society assumes that every child has a well-meaning family culture that is accepting of this. Sometimes the worst thing you can do is involve a parent in some of these issues based on their own beliefs and their own culture. And that will cause that student to commit suicide. Again, the craziest thing you've ever heard in your life. If you get a parent involved and a kid's got some issues with their sexuality, whatever it may be, you know what? That kid's more likely to commit suicide. This is insanity. But to them, it makes perfect sense. But showing you again how they don't even believe it. When people talk like this and libs of TikTok or someone else puts it up on the site, they should be proud of this, correct? But you notice they're not. Like, this is dangerous talk. What's their talk? It's not my talk. I didn't say it. The lady said it. All I did was put it on the show. Is that just another example of what I'm talking about. Yeah, folks, I know some of you, chatsters, I know some of you don't like the economic segments. I'm going to spend a ton of time on this. But this is important. We need more bubble busters on economics out there. 
There's a myth out there that the liberals love to tell themselves, even the rich ones that move out of liberal states, that, you know what? These rich just aren't paying their fair share. Folks, that's crazy. You cannot like the rich. You can hate the rich. You should say the rich could pay more if you're a liberal. It'll make you a hero. However, arguing that you know rich people are not paying their fair share, it's just bullshit. You just made it up. Brian Reidel, who writes some great stuff, wrote this piece in the Wall Street Journal the other day. The top 1%, by the way, which only earn 18% of the, all the income, top 1% paid 40% of all income taxes. So you, the, the rich people you say aren't paying enough. And liberals, these are called facts. I know they bother you. I know they're little earworms and they drive you crazy. The top 1% earn 18% of the income, but pay 40% of all income taxes. One out of every 100 people. The wealthiest 1% pay 40 cents out of every dollar. If that's not a fair share, what the hell is? The bottom 40% of earners had an average income tax rate of negative 6.4%. Meaning not only they pay nothing, they got money. These people live in a fantasy land. My job here is to be a myth buster. If we can wake up a couple people a day, and based on our audience, we're certainly doing it. If we can wake up a couple people a day, I'm doing my job. Having said that, I saw this video. You got to watch this. Folks, you got to promise me some, all right? If and when you get the time. If you've got a kid, 18 or young, screw it, any kid. You need to show him this video. It's about a minute. This is this guy I saw on social media. He's given a, a, a speech about wages and earnings and capitalism. It's only about a minute of it. But he talks about... You got to watch this. Show this to your kids. You want capitalism explained in a minute or less? I have, Joe, remember my example of the lemonade stand we bring up all the time? Yes, the I guy do, runs man. a lemonade stand and he can hire an extra worker to make an extra $10 an hour. He's got to pay the worker either less than $10 an hour or you have to generate more than 10 or else he breaks even and loses money on bad days. Socialists don't understand that. This guy explains it better than I did. Check this out. This is great. If you're going to be paid by an employer $20 an hour, the following statement must be true. During that hour, your labor produces more for the employer that he sells at the end of the day than $20 worth. Because that's why he's in the bit. If paying you 20, you went to work and you did an output that gave another 20 for him to sell, then he's got nothing out of this. He's made 20 by selling what your labor helped to produce, but he's got to give it to you. And even though he likes you, you're not going to do that. There has to be in it, here we go, something for him. You have to produce, this is ineluctable, you have to produce more in every hour than you get paid. Otherwise, this system doesn't work. For those of you, and I have to tell you this because partly you need to hear it and partly I admit I get a kick out of telling you. <laughs> Those of you who think that in a capitalist system, you're never going to work for anybody who doesn't pay you what you're worth, you don't understand the system you're in. That is never going to happen because that's how this system works. When you go home at the end of a workday and you feel vaguely ripped off, it's because you are. And the psychologist or others who helps you get over that feeling isn't doing you any favor. Thank you for that glorious explanation of how capitalism actually works. 
maybe that'll myth bust and get people out of it. There's a guy in the chat who was asking me during the break, like, why you spend the entire show on the libs? I did not spend an entire show on the libs. You missed the point. I'm sorry you did. I spent the entire show teaching you if you picked up on it, on strategy, on tactics, on how to bust up liberal myths out there, the democratization of information. This is why when I say to you during elections, the 10, 10, and 10 thing, make Richard Wolf. So it's not Gene Epps. Oh, look at this by the chat. Did you know? I'm sorry, Richard Wolf. We love you, Richard Wolf. Whoever Gene Epstein is, I'm sure you're probably a great guy too. But Richard Wolf, thank you for that. That was fantastic. I did not, and I'm sorry you didn't pick up on it. I'm trying to describe to you how you have power too. You are not helpless. The libs of TikTok phenomenon, the ability for you to democratize information and bust myths. The platforms are out there, X, Rumble, Truth, that were not there in the past. This is not 40 years ago. And if you're operating like 40 years ago, pretending you're a helpless sheep in an environment of liberal misinformation, then I'm sorry you failed. Every show is a point. And I'll end with this, NBC News, proving to you how the libs of TikTok phenomenon has the media spinning all over. Here's that hapless loser at NBC, David Ingram, who pumps out more bullshit pieces than anybody over there. Look at them all pissed off that we noticed what's going on at airports. Remember I brought it up before? Airports and airplanes. If there's ever a place merit would matter, ladies and gentlemen in the chat, you think it'd be flying a plane? I'd say hell to the, yeah. Notice how they call libs of TikTok has hammered airlines for their DEI programs in more than a dozen posts this month. Keep in mind, David Ingram is only mad that libs of TikTok posted what the airlines were already posting publicly, proving our point that the democratization of information, the impeachment hearing, and you seeing what's going on is the Democrats' worst enemy, and it's a conservative's best friend. Here, here's libs of TikTok. It's an actual ad from Virgin Atlantic she posted on her account. And they're all mad. We posted their ad. They should love it. Free PR, right? <laughs> they just don't want you to notice. Folks, thanks for tuning in. Really appreciate it. Please set up an account at Rumble. It is absolutely free. If you want to watch my show every day, 11 a.m. Rumble.com slash Bongino. Download the Rumble app. Again, we've had an amazing week. Rumble loves you. I love you. We love having you here. It's my favorite platform. And please follow us on Apple and Spotify. Give us a follow on all those platforms. It helps. It's free to follow us everywhere. We so deeply appreciate it. I'll see you on the radio show on this channel just a little bit, and I'll see you back here in the podcast tomorrow at 11 a.m. See you tomorrow. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show.